Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CDL Podcast channel. In this episode today, I'm going to be giving my reactions to major three of the CDL 2022 season, as well as talking about some news, the Modern Warfare 2 reveal, still sounds weird to say, uh, and then going to be doing a little video form in the end of this video with a power ranking of the current teams coming out of major three and heading into the fourth and final stage before champs. If you guys enjoy this one on YouTube, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. And if you're on the audio platforms, drop a follow on there. That would be greatly appreciated. Drop a review if you're able. Um, but like I said, if you guys are listening on those audio platforms, there is going to be a video format after the discussion of the the major three. And if you guys want to come check out that tier list for how I'm ranking the teams in a power ranking, come on over to YouTube, check that out. Uh, I appreciate the support. Thank you guys so much. The support in the last video was crazy. Again, uh, I know this video is coming out a little late, little hiatus, had a lot going on in my life. So I'm excited to get on the mic and talk about this one. Um, so we're just going to go kind of team by team, like placing by placing. Not going to be a super long portion here. You're going to try to get through this pretty quick and just kind of do a very, very, very high level overview of where the team's placed. Uh, and how they looked at the major, kind of the outlook for them, like I said, then jump into some news and then do those power rankings. So there'll probably be a little cut in the middle of the video uh, to the tier list and we'll go from there. Um, so we're going to kind of go from bottom on up. First of all, uh, the team's finishing 9th through 12th. New York Subliners, Paris Legion, Boston Breach, and the LA Gorillas. Not any shocks here really besides NYSL. I mean, I would say I probably expected... Um, maybe like London to be down here in place of NYSL or something uh, and they ended up beating them so I guess NYSL are the big shock here I'm, I'm not shocked to see Paris and LAG maybe Boston a little bit but with the way they looked it's not like crazy that they finished down here um Paris and LAG though not much to say on those two uh this was kind of expected Paris has looked bad for a while now uh they showed like slight flashes here and there of maybe being a competitive team that could you know maybe force a team to a map five and win it but not much more uh, LAG, you know, they're the defending champs of the last major, as weird as it sounds with how bad they've looked, but um, with how poor they've looked recently, it wasn't really much expected of them. Um, Boston, though, kind of a weird fall from grace, been kind of sad. Um, they had a couple top four, I think a top three finish um, in those first couple majors, and now they're more towards the bottom. Um, a team that I could easily see finding a way to get like a six, seven, or an eight seed in the major four qualifiers go like three and two or something or two and three with a decent map count um and find a way in the winner's bracket and maybe finish like a top eight at the next event or find that top six again wouldn't be shocked to see them do that because they're still a solid team but uh, i think a team change might be needed i've uh really been saying it all year especially when kyle and i were talking um i've been saying it pretty much all year um i don't know that boston has the ceiling to be a team that can win an event or get much higher than a top four or top three on their best weekend uh They've spent the whole year pretty much being a good search and destroy team uh, that you can rely on to, you know, play good search and destroy because they're always going to be good at that. TJ, you know, on the team methods, uh, even Cap and Nero, especially Nero, seem to be very good search and destroy players. Like, you can rely on them in that, but, like, in terms of their ceiling against uh, top teams, like a phase, like an optic, maybe not like a Seattle, uh, can they win respawns? Kind of highly unlikely. They're pretty bad at control and not a great hardpoint team. And then if one of those top teams is able to steal a search and destroy off them, it's pretty much over, like... If they lose a search and destroy a map too, it's I, it's almost impossible for them to win a series in my opinion because their bread and butter is their search and it's it's never good to be so reliant. Like it's good to have your bread and butter game mode. Like if you're a search and destroy team, it's good to be able to lean on that search and destroy and say you're gonna win a good majority of those. You know maybe you're gonna win sixty to sixty six percent of your search and destroys and you're really gonna lean on that. That's great, but you also have to be at a decent percentage in those respawns. It can't be like if you happen to lose a search, the series is over for you. Or same thing, uh, kind of like. 
you know, Optic was back in the day, and that's maybe what cost them, like, a Black Ops 3 champs is the Optic Dynasty at, at certain points of their run was, like, they were so dominant at respawn, but they sucked so bad at search and destroy. It was, like, if they lost the respawn, the series was almost over because, like, they weren't going to win a search. So, you know, you never, even the greatest teams of all time, like an Optic Dynasty, like, you can never get too reliant uh, on either respawn or search and destroy because at some point you might just have a struggle weekend or like a struggle day or a, a struggle single match and if, if you're so bad at one of the game modes that you just can't win it it could end up costing you and um boston just isn't a great respawn team and i think that's what what's been costing them i just think they need a higher slaying upside i don't know where the change comes in i feel like obviously methods is pretty safe i feel like cap is pretty safe too because they know like you know if they're going for a home run threat like cap is probably the biggest home run threat in the team like he has the ability to just pop off uh nero's been pretty inconsistent with his uh slaying ability like pretty low all year but once again he shows flashes like all these players are good players i just don't know that the pairing of all four of them together works uh it works enough to be a good team that like you know probably should make champs and will always be like around a top eight team at least and like okay and competitive but i've been saying it all year i just don't know that they have the slaying upside to compete with these top teams like a phase like an optic uh, like a surge now like i mentioned it's just it's tough uh, I, I just don't see how they can get there so i don't know i think a roster change might be needed maybe subbing in for nero uh, or tiege just to bring the slaying upside once again these are good players all four of these players are cdl caliber players uh, i think they all deserve their spot in the league it's just an issue of all four together don't think the slaying potential is there the other team in the bottom uh, four here, the 9th through 12th, that all got eliminated uh, first, New York Subliners. Super disappointing. Obviously, my predictions for the event were absolutely chalked. I had Subliners and Optic in the finals. That wasn't close. Um, it's been so hard to predict this year with Vanguard. I mean, I don't think many people would have predicted a surge uh, championship here at Major 3, although it wasn't out of the question. Like I said, when I was naming my teams, I thought I could win. I repeatedly said that I thought surge was a team that could win. Some people kind of called me out. You know, some people agreed, but... Clearly, um, Surge were able to win, uh, and I was saying I was picking between them and New York to, to make that run and potentially make it to the finals, and unfortunately, I ended up going with New York. I wish I would have stuck uh, with Seattle when I was thinking about it a little bit and made them at least make it to the finals. I probably would have picked Optic to beat them still um, when I was making my bracket, but hey, I would have had them in the finals at least. But New York, anyways, um, just heartbreaking. This They played Seattle, you know, in winner's round one, which, you know, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Seattle obviously was the best team this weekend. But, you know, going into that match, New York had looked very good. Like, I don't think anybody would say it would have been crazy for New York. In fact, I think almost New York was being viewed as a favorite heading into that match against Seattle. Uh, If anything, it was a toss-up match. Like, a lot of people were calling it the closest match of the first round, and it was. It was was a long series. Um, Went to a map five. Like, it's not, like, out of the question that New York could have won, but... Getting double first rounded for them uh, on basically a, a weekend where you needed to see them get like a top four and gain some CDL points and, you know, put themselves back in the, the running for champs. Now I think I heard they need to go either four and one or five and oh in the qualifiers and then win the uh, major four in order to make champs. Probably not happening. So just a heartbreaking weekend for New York. They completely trolled their shot uh, at having a chance to make champs, which kind of sucks because they are a team that I feel with the way uh things are shaking out now your bottom four is probably like uh london lag paris and uh maybe like a boston uh maybe a florida and you're gonna have teams like nysl who are probably a top eight team right now uh, probably not make it to champs so that kind of stinks um moving on to the seventh and eighth teams like i said don't want to take too long in this so i'm going to kind of fly through this um but the teams that finished seventh and eighth rocker and london royal ravens i would say this is a pretty expected finish from the ravens um they've looked pretty poor for a while um probably still pretty safe for champs though Uh, i believe i have the 
uh, the current standings right now, but I would say they're probably still uh, pretty safe for champs because they had such a good start to the year. They won a ton of qualifier matches. They placed pretty good at that first major, gained a lot of points. So I think they're relatively safe here uh, for champs, but nonetheless, uh, not a terrible weekend. Um, from Ravens because I would say a lot of people expected them to probably lose in that loser's round one playing either like New York or Seattle I believe so they had to play so like I would say a lot of people were expecting them to lose that first match and you know they come out and you know eh, finish seven slash eighth so not the worst for them um you know the rumor of Gizmo coming back is really started we'll talk about that in a little bit so I think that could make them better I still feel like, you know, with Afro, Nasty, Zero, and especially if Gizmo comes back, like, they have that talent, like, not completely ruling them out to maybe make a slight run at champs as long as they're able to make it there, but just kind of another one of those, just like Boston, kind of downfalls from the beginning of the year when pretty much London was, like, locked in as the third best team in the league for a little bit there behind Optic and FaZe. Rocker, um, nothing else to say but a disappointing weekend from them. Um, you know, it sounds weird to say because of how good they looked in the qualifiers, but when you come in at 5-0 and in the number one overall seed uh, in the tournament, you can't finish 7th slash 8th. Um, I would have liked to see them look much better. Now, I'm not going to say they looked horrible because, you know, their matches were close that they lost and they could have won them. They were very winnable. Um, I'm not losing hope on them, though, because they played, like I said, so many close maps. They were 5-0 and online. They are still a fairly new team. You know, Priesta didn't look great. Major Maniac goes out and win the Challengers event, so uh, maybe there's something to that. But I don't know. I feel like this team still has the potential. I'm a little bit down on them, though, because you would have liked to see a 5-0 and online split at least translate to making it to Sunday, at the very least, finishing, like, top four um, as the number one overall seed. But not losing hope, but just very disappointed to see them go 5-0 and to... Uh, seven slash eighth finish in the fifth and sixth spot finishing fifth slash six optic in florida um florida had optics number again they beat them once again they always seem to do that um they did it at major two and even back to like the mw season like florida had optics number it's just something with the cdl uh, i don't know in this era florida have had their number but optic had a rough series against thieves to get eliminated scump really struggled in that one dashy was playing amazing then he walked off the map fell off the map and from there i know he played poor um but Thieves finally get Optic uh, back. They haven't beat them since, I believe, the Pro-Am. Uh, or not the Pro-Am, excuse me, the, the kickoff classic. They haven't beat them since then. Um, I'm not really panicking on Optic, though. They finished 5th slash 6th in the last tournament as well and then came out with a substitute in uh, Pro Loot and looked fantastic in the qualifiers. Still not sleeping on them at all. I still think Shotzi, potentially the best player in the game. Uh, Scump has looked very good overall this year and really picked it up in Search and Destroy this weekend, which was good to see. Um, we know Dashy has been nasty all year. And then Illy... If he's playing, we know he's a very good player, brings a lot to the team in terms of communication and leadership. Prolude also played fantastic, so regardless of who's playing, obviously think they're a little better with Illy. Um, they won an event with him, clearly. Um, but Prolude, definitely no slouch. Like If he's in there, they can they can still beat anybody. They're a good team. Um, not panicking at all, like I said. Illy comes back, I think they can beat anyone, and it sounds like the rumor is that Rambo said Prolude's um, not going to be staying on Optic. Uh, it sounds like Illy might be coming back, so... Uh, you know, if, if he comes back, look for them to potentially be the number one team in the game again. Florida, um, another fifth slash six for them. I think they just need to change, in my opinion. And it looks like one's coming for Dave Patty. It sounds like they're doing trials. And it maybe sounds like the favorite to kind of win out in those trials is Yeez, their substitute. So an actual sub player to pair with Vivid. Then I'm assuming they probably move Skies to uh, the main AR spot. 
and have Big Wake on the flex and then put Yeez and Vivid on the sub. So something that I'm very interested to see because obviously Vivid's really the only true sub on this team. And if Yeez gets in, I know I've heard uh, that he plays with some pace. Don't know a ton about him, but heard that he plays with pace. So with him and Vivid maybe matching each other's speed, Sky's moving back to his more natural role of a main, Wake moving back to a more natural role of a flex. Maybe that'll bring them uh, something if that's the case and that's the rush change they decide to make. But uh, I think it is a needed one because... I think with Dave, they're still an okay team, and they have a lot of gun skill and raw talent, but it seems like the ceiling just isn't there. And at this time of year, especially with Florida being you know on the cusp of champs, they need to go for a home run to make sure they make it and then not only make it, but potentially make a run there. Because, I mean, your goal is not just to make champs, but you want to actually not just like limp in there and be there and just bow out first. You want to actually get in there with some potential to make some noise. Uh, and I think that's what Florida's doing. I don't think Dave's a bad player by any means. Um uh, kind of like what Chris Parasite uh, and like guys like Zuma have been saying, like, I don't think that Dave is necessarily a bad player. I think he brings a lot to a team. I think his communication is top notch. Uh, I think he understands the game. Okay. I just don't think he plays it correctly. Like he plays so slow. His engagements are so much lower. His damage is so much lower. He's like the only AR and bottom 10 damage uh, per 10 and hard point. Like he just plays too slow. I think if he was on the right team uh, and was able to pick up his pace, I do think he is a CDL caliber player and he's very talented. Just doesn't seem to fit in this team. Uh, so for that reason, I don't think it's the worst move to move him out, but would like to see him bounce back and potentially get a spot, maybe change up his play style. Uh, most likely not this year if he does get benched, but hopefully next year. All right. And then the, the fourth, the fourth place team thieves and third place team ultra, they both make it to Sunday. It's a big improvement from thieves. Uh, we saw them get second at the pro-am and now fourth at this event, big improvement because you know, that's their best place in all year, but it still kind of feels like something's missing to me to make the next step. Uh, it's Kenny's inconsistency. It's overall the team's inconsistency. Uh, you're not going to complain about a fourth place finish because it is an improvement. And I, I do still think like on paper, this team has the talent to, you know, slay with anybody, fight with anybody, but it just feels like there's a missing piece. Like I, I think they have a very good chance to know as long as they make champs, like they can make a run to like a top four, uh, on a good weekend, but it just feels like something's missing for uh, the championship piece. I just, I just don't know to put my finger on it and it just doesn't seem like they're gonna make a roster change it seems like they're gonna just ride this team out so we can't really expect one to happen but uh hopefully it's enough for them to at least make it interesting uh come major four and come champs and they can keep up this improvement because you know a second and a fourth is solid if they can find another top four finish you know they'd realistically be heading into champs as potentially a top four team if that they get back to back fourth places or higher so i'm um, looking for thieves to keep improving ultra they're giving me a lot of hope right now i think I'm kind of ready to slot them in as maybe like the fourth the fourth team in that top four. I feel like it's pretty cemented with phase and optics still. I feel like you kind of have to give the nod to Surge now with their win. Um, I think Ultra are giving me faith to put them at fourth right now. And I really think um, they could potentially kick it up and have a very strong showing come Major Four, come Champs. Their search and destroy still looks amazing. Their respawn continues to get better and better. It seems like Cami and Insight are back closer to Cold War form. Uh, Kleenex is unreal. We know that. Uh, we know what Bance brings to the table. He's Mr. Consistency, and we know uh, all the intangibles he's bringing. But it seemed like we saw the flashes of Insight and Cami being those superstars we know they can be. Um, I necessarily don't think that Insight has to be a superstar for this team. I think it's, uh, like everybody knows, Kleenex and Cami. And Kleenex has been showing it for a while, but Cami really stepped up uh, in flashes. And if he can uh, make those flashes a little bit more consistent, uh, he was pretty pretty great this weekend. But um if he can make those consistent and really look like Cold War Cami, I mean, I think Ultra's going to be right there as a top four team with a chance 
uh, to take a strike and, you know, win an event here, come down the stretch if they keep this improvement up. All right, our second place team, FaZe. They come in second again for the third time this year in three majors. Are they going to be able to get over the hump? You know, normally for a team, if they finish second three times, uh, you'd probably say, you know, eh, I don't know if they can get over the hump. Like, it seems like they're just destined to be the silver surfer and not really win an event. But this is FaZe. Like, we know they're uh, these guys are two-time world champs, three of them. Uh, selling them also a one-time world champ. Like, they've won multiple events, the most dominant team in the CDL era. Like, we know they can get over the hump. It's just... Crazy that, like, it's not like they constantly have been losing to one team. Like, it's not like it's been a phase Optic final in every major and Optic just has their number like they have all year and they just keep beating them. No, phase loses to Optic and then they lose to LAG and now they lose to Surge. I mean, they lost to two underdog teams. They lost to Surge twice. Um, but I'm still obviously not worried about phase. I think if you were, like, throwing together a power rankings, which I'm going to do in a second, you almost have to put phase at one because of their consistency. Like, Surge, they may have won an event, but... Uh, they look so poor for a majority of the rest of the year. You know, Optic has won an event, but has been inconsistent since, and we don't know if they're going to have their normal starting lineup. Um, and FaZe just continues to be consistent, number one in the standings, second place every event, like right up there on Championship Sunday every time. So hard to rank them lower, but I'm a little worried at their ability to get over the hump, but I'm definitely not ruling them out for major foreign champs because they are still FaZe, and they're still making it to every grand final. So, like, they're doing something right. All right, final team to talk about, Seattle Surge. They win the major. Pred wins MVP. Incredible performance from all of them all weekend. They beat FaZe twice. Can they keep it up? Uh, normally, I would say, like, they got to instantly jump, like, Optic and FaZe. Uh, they won the last event. But it's kind of tough for me to just, like, throw them into the top two. Uh, we'll see in our power rankings if I decide to or not. But it's kind of tough for me to just throw them right out there because of the LAG story. Like, we threw LAG pretty high in the power rankings following Major 2 and their win. And they've shown nothing since, like... They went from being a bottom team to winning an event to straight back to being a bottom team and spent no time on top. So hard to really rely, but I don't think that's going to happen to Surge. I think they're going to continue to be a good team, and I feel like they're a team to watch heading into champs. I think they're going to probably be on that verge of like the third, fourth team in a lot of people's power rankings that has a chance to strike and, you know, make some noise here down the stretch, especially with their young players. Um, we know how much potential they have, and they could continue to get better, and we haven't really seen them too many of them besides accuracy uh under the bright lights uh mac haven't really seen him too much in big champs moments uh obviously in mw is at home and then he had a pretty short stay uh at the cold war champs sib haven't really seen him at champs obviously besides on stage with face celebrating as their substitute last year and then obviously pred haven't really seen him on stage much accuracy we've seen him a million times but haven't seen these guys under the bright lights of champs so interested to see if they'll perform there but I have no doubts if they're able to perform at a major uh, against a dynasty type team like FaZe and clutch up. I have no doubts they'll be able to also perform on the other stage. Uh, that's going to do it for reactions, though, to the uh, the major. Went a little longer than I was hoping to, but, you know, we got talking about the team, so can't really can't really complain about that. News, a little bit of news. We talked about a couple of the things, so not going to go too deep into it. But Florida, like I said, trialing players likely to be Yee's in for Dave Patty. Um, not too shocking there. USS Texas potentially coming to the game. Uh, there was like some notes from CDL Intel that um, USS Texas is in like the game files or something and it could potentially be coming out. This is interesting, I suppose, um, because I mean, you know, man, I don't know how to even like begin to say this. Like we do need search and destroy maps in the game. Um, it wouldn't be bad if we were able to add that in, but like... I don't know. Is that really, I don't know. Is that really what we want? That map kind of sucked in World War II in the game that had some decent search maps. 
Um, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> I just am so indifferent on this because the map isn't that great. Um, but I'm also kind of for it because it gives us more maps and makes vetoes more interesting. And, you know, compared to some Vanguard maps, it's not like the worst map ever for Search and Destroy. It's definitely not a good one, but I I would say overall I'm more positive than I am negative on this just because it adds another map, adds more to vetoes, adds more to play for me when I'm playing ranked. Uh, I'm getting close to hitting 3K, so I kind of want to hit that and then maybe make a gun for top 250 and see if I can get my name up there. But, um, you know, I guess more of a positive than a negative, but I wish it was a better map in the game like a London Docks uh, or even an Arden's Forest. I'm not like a huge fan of that map, but I think it's better than Texas and would give us multiple game modes, you know, with hardpoint stuff. So... Wish we would see like docs come in so we could at least have a hard point and a search map. But I mean, can't really complain if they're going to add a map to the map pool, even though it should have been done way earlier, not in June. Um, Gizmo coming back to London Royal Ravens, potentially. We talked about this a little bit when I was talking about Ravens. Uh, I would like to see it because I feel like that gives them the best potential to be the team that we saw earlier and potentially make a run towards top four again. So Gizmo coming back to London Royal Ravens, as long as obviously everything's good with his mental health. Uh, and his family, hopefully it is, and hopefully we see him back in frying because early in the year he looked like he was a potential uh, Rookie of the Year MVP candidate, having like the number two KD in the Stage 1 qualifiers. Last thing, MW2 reveal. Um, there's apparently going to be a map editor in the game. Uh, I've heard things like you can edit certain points on the map, you can edit the way uh, the map looks visually, and you, you, know, you can change some things in the map. You could potentially change spawns up. Um, but you can't like make a map from scratch. When I heard map editor, I was thinking it was going to be like Halo Forge where you can actually make a map like completely from scratch. And I was so excited for that, but, um, unfortunately not going to be a thing, but you know, if you're able to edit certain points on maps, you know, maybe block out some windows that create way too many lines of sites. Like we're in MW 2019. Uh, if you're potentially able to edit some spawns and spawn points, you know, there's a lot of potential there. So excited for that. There's still 70 attachments. Sounds like slide canceling is still in the game and there's still doors. So all huge negatives there. Uh, I actually am a fan like of a decent amount of attachments, like maybe like, you know, like a Black Ops 3 where there's maybe like, I don't know, like 15-ish to 20 attachments, like tops, and they're like a lot more simple to understand. It's like there's one grip, there's one quick draw, there's one uh, reflex site, you know, like it's pretty simple. I like that kind of stuff. Um, one stock, not a million stocks. Like I'm a fan of stuff like that, not a fan of the 70 attachments. Um, I wish we would have like our normal amount of attachments with a pick 10, um, I'm not like completely against slide canceling because you know I my favorite era is really the jetpack era um, and pretty much everything since jetpack era has been sliding uh, with the exception of what uh, World War II really um, can't really think of another game where there hasn't been sliding since then but um, you know slide canceling doors is a big L not a fan of that but uh, you know overall I'm gonna stay excited for the game because I'm not somebody to be really negative uh, I definitely do have my doubts about the game but I'm, I'm normally not somebody to be negative and just right off the game right away so still excited to play it still excited to you know watch it and talk about it here on the podcast and uh, excited for the game to come out because it's always fun when the new COD comes out it's always like a couple week grind session on pubs with my buddies and that's always a fun time so looking forward to that um, but without further ado, we're going to jump into the power rankings. It's going to be a quick cut in the video and the audio. If you're on the audio platforms, as I pull up the tier list and kind of get a video form on this. So we'll be back in a second and we'll do the power rankings of the teams and then wrap this one up. All right, we are back here. we got the tier list up on the screen. If you are on YouTube and we are going to be doing the power rankings, I'm not going to do them like strictly 1 through 12 and not rank them. I'm going to do something a little different. Like if you guys know, if you've been listening for a while, if you're an OG, 
you kind of know in the past for my power rankings, I do maybe um, like just a 1 through 12, no tiers. I figured since we're kind of in a little bit of a break here, going to do a tier list um, and rank you know, teams S through F, uh, something that we don't normally do. Sometimes we do this with like, uh, the pros, Kyle and I will do like all 48 pros and we'll rank them, um, from like S down to an F tier, uh, like a replaceable tier. And we'll do like a certain number, uh, per week and stuff, but not going to do that this time. going to do it S through F, not going to have like a specific number, uh, like a quota of teams I have to hit, uh, and each one just kind of, kind of place them where I believe they are. Um, and I can kind of explain the tiers a little bit, but, um, very excited to get into this. You guys know, I really like doing like power rankings or, or player ranking type stuff. That's kind of my thing. I really like to do that. Um, so we're just going to kind of jump into this because, uh, we don't have any matches to predict for this week because matches don't start back up until uh, like June 24th, I believe it is. So going to jump right in, kind of grab teams in maybe a random order. Uh, maybe we'll start with Paris cause I think everybody knows where they're going to end up, uh, down in the F tier, unfortunate for them, but not much to say. Um, we'll go with New York, kind of an odd team to rank. I am going to put them like basically in order. Like, uh, if I think a team is better than New York, like, uh, let's say, um, if I was thinking like Paris is better than them, I would throw Paris up here ahead of them. So they will actually be in order. I'm going to kind of try to do that, but I'm going to put Paris down in F tier. I'm going to say New York's in B tier now. I think they might slide down here, but they're not team to rank because like where they are now, uh, I know they finished top 12 at the last major. They finished dead last. Like that was a rough showing for them, but in the qualifiers, they look good. I do think that uh, Hydra is a superstar player, a potential top five player in the game. I think Kismet's been very good, had a bit of a rough major, but I do think he's a good player and fits the team well. Uh, and then I also think Paul's a fantastic player. So, and we know Krim is Krim. So I feel like this team does have a lot of potential to beat teams. And I feel like they are kind of towards that, like five through eight range in teams of, in terms of the best teams in the league. But the reason they're so weird to rank is because they're probably not making champs. Like regardless of if we think they're a top, you know, five to uh, six, seven, eight, somewhere in that range, the five through eight range, like they're likely not making champs unless they go super sane in this next, uh, set of qualifying matches and the majors. So weird to put them so high, like, cause we're not going to see them at champs, but I'm going to put them in B tier for now. Uh, then looking forward to a next team, uh, let's grab LA thieves. Uh, I also think they're a B tier team. I don't know how you couldn't put them ahead of New York right now, or like right around New York. I think I'm going to put them ahead of New York in the B tier though. Um, I'm still not ready to put them in a, cause like I said, I feel like something's missing. There's a lot of inconsistencies with the team. They did finish top four. So, you know, you could, you could see an argument for them to maybe hit that a tier, like the bottom of that, uh, as like the fourth team. But I just don't know if I'm ready to say that thieves are up there yet simply because, you know, their search and destroy still kind of lacks, you know, we saw Kenny have a great series against optic with like a 1.2, 1.3. And then the next series against ultra, he lays like a 0.7 out there with the rest of his team going positive. Like. Kenny is very inconsistent. LA Thieves, it's like the story of their year, inconsistent. But the reason I keep them in B tier and potentially ahead of New York is the potential's there. Uh, I think they're two very even teams. If you want to throw New York ahead of them, you could. I guess the reason I give Thieves the benefit of the doubt is because they finished fourth and New York finished dead last uh, at the last major. So I think maybe their, their potential on New York, maybe the ceiling is a little higher. But Thieves, you know, they have the result and the recency bias. So I think I'm going to throw them ahead of New York for now. Um, Let's just get phase up in the S tier. Uh, you know what? Let's get optic up there too. Uh, I don't think anybody would argue with the phase being an S tier take because they finished second in every major. They're the only team that makes it to every grand finals this year. They look great. Uh, they really should have beat surge in the winner's final. They absolutely choked that. Uh, and I don't mean to take credit away from surge. I'm not saying that surge did nothing. Uh, they forced phase to choke that. 
Um, and you know, they played a fantastic match. Like the phase doesn't choke if surge isn't applying all the pressure to them and, you know, playing a really good match. So I'm not saying surge doesn't deserve credit for beating them, but phase really did blow it. They should have been in uh, the grand finals from the winner's side of things and had the veto advantage, but they didn't. And here they are in another second place, but I think it's pretty impossible for you not to put phase in S tier. And I'm going to say they're the number one team right now. I am going to put optic in two. I get the argument for putting optic one, uh, because I do think, you know, if they have Illy this whole time, they probably continue to make strides and make improvements. And there's a good chance we see them, um, maybe win major three, you know, you never know. Uh, they did finish sixth, uh, fifth slash six with pro loot, uh, who also looked very good this stage. Uh, I would say this is kind of assuming Illy is coming back for major four. I would say optic is an S tier team. Uh, at the very worst, they're at the top of a at the three spot and you maybe throw surge in at two, uh, which I guess I'll just play Surge right now. I'm going to play Surge in the A tier, right below him on that cusp, probably the three spot. And you might think that's crazy since Surge just won an event, but here's my logic for it. You know, FaZe, top two at every event, I think it's hard not to put them uh, at number one right now, just because, you know, all the other teams that would maybe have an argument for one, Surge, since they won the last event, they maybe have an argument. But before winning that event, they had looked so shaky all year. So the whole overall body of work, you know, like to see them do it a little more. Optic, uh, like I said, back-to-back fifth slash six finishes after being number one but they've looked very dominant in the qualifiers uh for every stage besides the first two of stage one and then they went on obviously their crazy run so we know how good optic is so i would say just the overall body of work of phase and optic and being our top two the entire year makes it hard to remove them and i'm going to kind of use the lag argument for uh the surge you know lag they win the last event, you know, people start to move them up in their power rankings, and now they're probably down in the F tier or the D tier for everyone. They're like a bottom two team again. Uh, so I don't think Surge are necessarily going to see that fall off. I still think coming out of this, Surge are going to be very good, going to be a top four team, potentially even a top three team, maybe even take over like an Optic or a face spot for a top two if they look really hot. Who knows? I really think they have the, the potential for the rest of the year to be a team that can win an event uh, at Major Four and at Champs. However, that LAG argument scares me with how bad LAG looked post-win. Once again, don't think Surge is going to fall off like that, but I want to see a little bit more out of them. Kind of like Ultra last year after they won that major, uh, after they won that major too. It's like, you know, they're a fantastic team. They look so good, but like, I just want to see like two more weeks of Surge looking fantastic and I'll be like maybe ready to throw them as a third team in S tier, but I just want to see a little bit more because one event win is fantastic, but like we saw with LAG, sometimes you can instantly fall off right after. So going to keep surging that three hole for now, but you know, they're a very good team that is knocking on the door of S. All right. Uh, I kind of mentioned them a little bit earlier and how disappointed I am in them. So we're going to throw them up here. We're going to throw Boston in the C tier for now. I think I, I do think that they definitely are below New York in my eyes right now. Uh, both of them did finish top 12 at the major nine through 12th. I think they're a little bit new behind New York in my eyes because, like I said, like if I think new, if I see New York playing like a top team, I do think between like Hydra and Paul and even Kismet, uh, and you know Krim's going to step up when he has to uh, in a big match because that's what Krim does. But I think between like the duo of Paul and Hydra and even like add Kismet in to make a trio, I really feel like they can slay with top teams. They may not outslay them, but I feel like they can keep up a little bit better than Boston. Uh, I'll give Boston the edge in search and destroy overall, but. You know, New York's also kind of had Boston's number this year, even when they struggled a lot. Uh, I will say, I think it's relatively even, and I wouldn't mind putting Boston in like a B tier, maybe behind New York. Uh, granted, they both look terrible at the major, but 
I don't know. I just feel like New York's ceiling is a little higher, especially in respawn and their ability to slay with top teams. And a lot of these power rankings have to do with ceiling for me. And I just think Boston's is a lot lower. Maybe they can't compete with the top teams as much. So I'm going to keep them a tier below New York. All right. Then let's jump on over to Minnesota. Where do we think we want to place them? I think I want to place them at the top of B tier, actually. Um, this might be a wild take to some people because, you know, they've been pretty bad all year. And, you know, I talked about how I like Optic over Surge, at least for a little bit. Uh, assuming Optic gets Illy back, and I like them a lot because of their consistency. Like, I know I mentioned that, and Minnesota has not shown consistency this year. But uh, maybe the difference between, like, the Surge Optic argument for them is Minnesota does have a new roster. So we can't really count their consistency, just like how we can't really count New York's uh, extremely crazy early inconsistencies against them in terms of how we think of them now. Um, because it's like a whole new roster. Two players have obviously been switched. Uh, on Minnesota, you've got a player switched out, and Havoc has really transformed the team. He looked very good overall uh, in this stage, and you know, really the team looked very good in this stage. And I think some people might think it's a little crazy to put them at B because that means you know we've really have the teams left. Like we've got a lot of guys that are gonna go gonna go towards the bottom. Uh, you would assume you know London, Florida, uh, LAG probably all gonna be below them. So. Uh, that means Minnesota is really going to be put in like that five or six spot, but I don't understand how you couldn't put them there right now because um, with the roster change, they went five and zero in qualifiers. They didn't look great at the major, but it's not like they completely flopped and look horrible. Like even their their map losses were very close. Uh, they could have had a path to potentially win some of those maps that they lost because they were all very close. So I do feel like I have faith in them over Thieves as well because Thieves don't really have a bread and butter game mode. Like they seem to be a good hardpoint team. You know they're okay at respawn. They kind of struggle in search. New York's kind of the same way. Very good at hardpoint, uh, but maybe a little bit hard to rely on them in search and destroy. They look okay in control. Like both thieves and um, uh, in New York are very good at respawn. Struggle in search a little bit maybe here and there. Minnesota kind of the opposite. You know maybe not the best at respawn. Very good at search, but I don't know. I feel like the five and zero in the qualifier really convinced me, and I like the potential of this team. But these three teams are all very close to me. Uh, I just, I don't know. I like where Minnesota's at. I like, um, their ability to clutch and search and destroy. I think it's a little bit easier to improve in hard point, uh, and in control than it is in search. seems like a lot of teams that struggle in search from the beginning of the year consistently struggle all throughout the year in most Call of Duty titles. It's a little bit harder to, you know, learn and be dominant at. Like sometimes if your team just doesn't have it in search, they just don't have it. So going to put Minnesota ahead of them, but that B tier is very tight to me. All right, let's drop London in here somewhere. Um, I hate to say it because you guys know how much I've loved London all year, but I think they're D tier, maybe C tier. They're teetering for me. I think I'm going to go with them in the C tier. Uh, I kind of like them over Boston in a way, especially if they're getting Gizmo back, but they've looked so poor. I'm going to throw them behind Boston. Mm? No, I like their ceiling more. I've been talking about ceiling all power rankings. I'm going to throw them ahead of Boston. That's a hot take. I know uh, Boston's a little more consistent uh, overall, really, since stage one. But, you know, London, apparently they might be getting Gizmo back, back to their original roster. You guys know how much I like Afro and how much I like Zero. Uh, I still think Zero is potentially a very good player in this game. Uh, hasn't been as good as he was early on. Uh, Afro really showed up at this uh, major three and showed that superstar potential we know he has. Uh, I think the Afro nasty Gizmo trio can get back to their extreme slaying ways with zero looking behind them if Gizmo is, in fact, coming back in the lineup. And I think London can get back to their ways. Uh, and like I said with Boston, I just don't see how the potential is there to be a top team. Uh, and if we have the Gizmo, Nasty, and Afro trio back on London and slaying out like they were in Stage 1, I see a path 
for London to make their way back into that top six. So I'm going to put them ahead of Boston for now. Then uh, let's grab LAG because I think they go into the D tier. Um, I don't know that they're necessarily on the level of Paris because I still believe, you know, Paris, Gravity looked very good this weekend. He was one of the top KDs, actually. Obviously, we know Donnie's been playing well, but that sub-duo of Jimbo and John is just rough. So when you look at LAG, ASIM had a horrible event, really a bad stage overall. The team just had a bad stage, but I think with the likes, the fact that we've seen them win an event, granted it was with Spart and not Gunless, I think that gives them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. And then we've also seen, uh, you know, a guy like Slasher in the past look very good and have flashes this year. We've seen Asim look very good at points this year. We saw Hoog look very good at points. We know Gunless. Like, I feel like overall this team makes more sense on paper. And, you know, we could see a world where, would you be shocked if, like, the next major comes up, LAG goes, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe LAG goes, like, 2-3 and three and finds a way to, like, scratch out the 8 seed or something and finishes top 8, wins maybe one round. Would you be shocked? No. I think anybody would be shocked if Paris wins a match. And for that reason, I'm putting them a tier ahead, but still in the 11th spot. Then we've got Florida. Um, I feel like, to me, Florida is in the C tier as well, but I'm going to put them at the top of the C tier. I know maybe a little bit wild to put them there, but they, you know, they have finished, what, 6th or top 6 at back-to-back -back majors. Uh, which is better than London at both those. And, you know, not better than Breach at one, but better than them at the other. Uh, I just feel like overall we've seen the gunny from Florida is there. Like, Big Wake and Skies, these guys are slaying out. Uh, probably going to sub in Yees, which I think brings their potential up, which is why I like them a little bit higher here on the list um, than maybe some people would have. Maybe some people would drop them below London and Boston, but I feel like this is a pretty fair place for them. I feel like that um obviously ultra the last team left they're gonna go ahead of them uh i'll just slot them up where i'm gonna have them and that's right there in the a tier um so that puts uh florida what at the eighth spot i feel like that's where everybody would really have them you know potentially where they're gonna end up if they do make champ probably around that seven or eight spot like uh we know the gunny's there for them it's just can they play the game correctly uh and then i put toronto in the a tier in the fourth spot uh we saw the search and destroy come through for toronto so strong their respawn continues to look better uh, like I said earlier, Cami looking to show that superstar potential again. So I like where this ultra team is at. And that's the tier list. That's the power rankings uh, to go in order. That puts it at phase one, optic two, surge three, ultra four, Minnesota rocker five, LA thieves six, NYSL seven, uh, Florida eight, London nine, Boston 10, LAG 11 and paris 12 if you're on the audio platforms um that means i have phase and optic and s tier surge and ultra and a tier rocker thieves and subliners in b tier florida london and boston in c tier gorillas in a tier of their own in the d tier and uh, paris also in a tier of their own in the f tier um that's gonna do it for this one you know drop your guys reactions to the major down below uh, i don't think a ton of us predicted surge uh to make it all the way so if you're one of those people you know shut yourself out in the comments um drop your thoughts on the major drop your thoughts on another break we got another couple week break seems absolutely ridiculous to me drop your power rankings down uh kind of how kyle and i uh, originally started talking for the podcast he dropped his power rankings down and we kind of talk about them down in the comments uh, a fun little throwback for those of you that remember that um but drop your power rankings down below. If you guys enjoyed this one, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, if you're on the audio platforms, if you drop a follow on there, drop a review, I greatly appreciate it. Uh, I had a guy comment wanting the podcast on Google Podcasts, potentially Apple Podcasts. Those are a little bit harder to get on um, simply because 
of you have to kind of go through like a little bit of an application process, but I can work on that and do some research into it, see if we can get it on there. But if you guys are on the audio platforms, you want to check out a visualization of the, well, I butchered that word, a visualization of the tier list. Uh, Going to be a little video portion here with the tier list on YouTube. So I greatly appreciate the support. Like I said, sorry for the delay in this video. Been a busy uh, kind of hectic, little rough part here recently in life, but we're getting through it. We're pushing through, excited to make more content, talk more podcasts, uh, looking forward to matches. Maybe we'll be back next week with like a player tier list or something like that. Again, like a little update on the player tier list since, um, since, you know, we got a little bit of a break and we don't have matches to talk about or predict. So maybe we'll get into that. I really appreciate you guys watching and I will see you in the next one. Uh, going to brainstorm what that is, but maybe a player tier list. So be on the lookout for that. Really appreciate you guys watching and we will see you in the next one.